Welcome to the Punching Bag Podcast. On October 25th, Joe Biden allegedly wrote an opinion piece for CNN. Now, I say allegedly because I don't think Biden had anything to do with the article. He probably doesn't even know it was written. I'm sure one of his staff took care of it, and he probably didn't even read it before it was published. But in the article, he talks about the economy, and in the course of talking about the economy, he repeats many lies that the left has cheerfully been telling the American people for a while now. And today, we're going to punch back against those guys. So I tend to stay away from discussing the economy because it's really not my thing. And honestly, I find economics to be extremely confusing. That's just one of the many reasons why I didn't major in economics in college, the other reason being that it bores me to death. But despite my lack of understanding of economics, I could easily see the lies that Biden put forth in this recent opinion piece that he wrote. And if you're paying for your own gas and groceries, then I bet you could spot the lies too. It's not that hard. We've all heard the word inflation more than we would care to over the last year, but the fact is is that it's a huge problem for the average American, for every American. Gas prices alone are hurting Americans in a significant way. Biden addresses this in his article. He wrote, quote, partly because of the actions we've taken, including a historic release from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, gas prices are decreasing. They're down $1.20 since their peak this summer, and just this week they fell another 10 cents. That's adding up to real savings for families. End of quote. First of all, this statement just makes my blood boil. And I don't understand why he is asking for a gold star for lowering gas prices when he is the reason they were historically high in the first place. Doesn't make sense. Second, the Strategic Petroleum Reserve exists for emergencies. It does not exist so that you can lower gas prices ahead of an election to score some points so that your party maintains control. That's not what it's there for. Furthermore, he's excited about the reserve, which Trump filled during the pandemic. Without Trump, he wouldn't have anything to release. So, of course, he conveniently fails to highlight that point, but that's the truth. Also, I don't know where his brain is at, but the Consumer Price Index reveals that over the last 12 months, energy costs are up 19.8%. That's almost 20%. Fuel oil, that's the oil that you is used to heat homes or cook food, um, it is up 58.1%. And gasoline for your vehicle is up 18.2%. Contrary to what Biden said, that is not adding up to real savings for families. It's taking more money out of their paychecks. It's leaving them with less savings. It's depleting their reserves. But even if you want to buy those lies about gas prices, look at food. Okay, according to the Consumer Price Index, food is up 11.2% over the last 12 months. It's gone up 11.2% over the last 12 months. Um, To break that down even further, you have cereals, which are up 16.2%. Meat and poultry are up 9%. I don't even really buy ground beef anymore because it's too expensive and I 
can't afford it. Dairy and eggs are up 15.9%. Fruits and veggies are up 10.4%. And Biden tries to tell us that he is helping working and middle class Americans. Give me a break. That's not helping. Using the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics inflation calculator, which is extremely helpful and enlightening, um, you can find it on their website if you want to go play around with it. But I found using that calculator that $100 in January of 2020 has the same buying power as $115.05 in September of this year. For those of you who struggle with economics like I do, that means that what costs you $115 today would have cost you only $100 in January of 2020. Now you're probably thinking, well, that was before the pandemic. Of course, the economy was better. And that's what I thought. So I went back to the calculator and checked to see what it was going to be after the pandemic. And um, the calculator said that $100 in November of 2020, so that's just a few months after the peak of the pandemic, $100 in November of 2020 has the same buying power as $114.06 in September of 2022. Again, that means that what costs $114.06 today would have only cost $100 shortly after the pandemic. That may not seem like too bad of a burden for you until you consider that the weekly grocery bill for your average family of four is around $200, and that's if they're sticking to a pretty strict budget. Normally it's more than that, but for this we'll say it's around $200. Considering inflation, that means that Joe Biden is costing families $28 more a week at least on groceries, which is roughly, if there's four weeks in a month, $112 more a month. And again, that's just for food. That doesn't take into account the extra money they're spending on gas, driving to and from work, or school drop-off, or extracurricular activities, or whatever else. So again, Biden can save his breath. He isn't helping the middle class, and the data supports that. Biden also states in his article that under him, the unemployment rate has reached a 50-year low at 3.5%. Well, I went back to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics and discovered that the unemployment rate was actually 3.5% in September of 2019 and again in January and February of 2020. That's just before the pandemic. And this was under President Trump's administration. So Biden makes it sound like he is the first president in 50 years to reach a 3.5% unemployment rate, when that is a complete misrepresentation of the facts. Biden closes the article by saying, quote, in 14 days, the American people will decide whether we keep moving forward or go backwards, end of quote. Well, we are moving forward. I'll give him that. He's right about that. We are moving forward right off of a cliff. And if they're honest about it, though it's nearly impossible to catch them in a moment of honesty, they know where we're headed to. They're just hoping and praying that you don't realize it. Because they know that if you do realize what's happening, you'll most likely vote them out of power. That's why they're lying to you. Don't fall for it. When you read articles like the one here, don't immediately digest it as fact. Punch back at it with research and see if it stands. And I would bet you that when it comes to the left, it gets knocked out pretty fast.
podcast today. Thank y'all for listening to this episode of the Punching Back Podcast. Again, I want to remind y'all that if you haven't voted already, you need to go do it. Um, Early voting is open pretty much everywhere now. And um, election day is coming up on November 8th, so it's just a few days from now. So make sure you get out and vote. Do your civic duty. To stay up to date on all that's coming for the podcast, be sure to follow me on social media and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. I'll see y'all here next Friday, but until then, always remember to punch back.